JB's Driving Podcast. Jim and Paul here. Covering episode two of Masters of the Universe. Don't include He-Man in there. It's just Masters of the Universe movie from 1985. Seven. Seven. Whatever. I don't know what the hell it is. Hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know we did. <clears throat> I cooked entirely too much food for the family. That's what we did. Everybody come over the day over Thanksgiving. We drank. Mine's Notre Dame versus UNC. Drank some more. That's what you do. How's your Thanksgiving, guys? I didn't watch football. Hey, who won that mm-hmm. game? Oh. <laughs> Notre Dame did. Notre Dame won that game. Scott Sugarton Schaefer was very upset. He was crying, actually. Crying like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Food. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we're in the holiday season now. We are, in the, we are in the midst of the holiday lockdown. You're not allowed to enjoy your, uh, your, your holiday. They've sucked every bit of happiness out of us for the entire year. And any bit of, like, resurgence of that before the end of this piece of shit year, they just said, F you. Let's all bow down to technocrats and all these bastards in government. We have to build back better, which is the yeah. same slogan the uh, well, the New, New Zealand Prime Minister used. Yes. And the uh, same slogan Boris Johnson uses. The same slogan the World Economic Forum uses. Because uh, cool. they all want to use COVID to introduce the Great Reset. So The uh, hell with and them And guess all. who's in the way? Trump's in the way. The hell with all of them. MAGA. Anyway, uh, make sure to, to, to visit all those... Uh, Great reset theories on the duckpin.com. Brian Griffith, our friend, our my dear, our dear friend, Brian. It's actually, Griffith. just on their website. <laughs> it's not a conspiracy if it's on the no, website. It's on the website. It's just, and uh, I'm sure you, I mean, Brian's a great friend of the show and all that. He promotes it. He's our favorite Democrat. The duckpin, yes, Demo- our favorite Democrat, Brian Griffiths. Democrat Brian Griffiths. Duckpin.com. Democrat. Can't say Brian Griffiths up Democrat. Or Democrat without Brian Griffiths. Democrat Brian Griffiths. Paul, what's going on over there? How's your Thanksgiving, bud? Uh, I slept through most of it. That's that's what we do. That's what you do. You eat a bunch of food. And then I fell asleep. And you pass out. And you just <clears> fart <throat> on your couch. And who gives a rat's ass? Who listens to it, right? Pretty much. That's right. What did you do, Tom? How was your, how was your Thanksgiving? It was all right. Um, <clears throat> for the first time in a long time, I did not have the day... After off, what'd you do? Well, I work remotely. But you you came over to my house afterwards, right? I did, <laughs> and you drank, right? Oh, it was fun. <laughs> it was great. But during the day, <laughs> I had to work. Usually, <laughs> every uh, so you know, I recently changed jobs, and these are the last couple of jobs they've ha- they've had the actually since the past fifteen years they've had the sense to give the next day off mm-hmm. because they realized we're we gonna you know no, uh, but uh, not this time. <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. What time do you get off work? Uh, three thirty. So it's pretty early. So yeah, so it's fine. So you get off three thirty. You're over here at like four, and you start drinking at what four oh one? Something like that. <laughs> like Something you literally, like that. you literally. I still got what one of those six packs I brought over there. They're still over there. Oh, you literally walked in the door and just started drinking. It was a it was a good IPA. Yes. Actually, my Imperial Stout will be ready in a couple days. Nice. Well, that's for your uh, Christmas party. I don't know if it's going to last, honestly, because it's so good. You, you just, uh, look. Oh, yeah. The 19th, so 
So I can I'm gonna brew two more beers before then. Yeah. I so that's will. a good day because a Saturnalia is the seventeenth, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it could be a Saturnalia party. Number two, it's going to be that week, the weekend after the House decides the presidency for Donald Trump. That's right. So it'll be a very good day. Amen to that. Amen to that. So yeah, that Imperial Stout is not gonna last because it's honestly, I taste a little bit today. It's perfect. <clears throat> I was like, oh, I can't wait to have this, but it's 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 carbonated, <laughs> but not carbonated enough. It's getting there. All right, all right. Another Thanks. forty hours on on this. What, what other what other uh, what other beers you got uh, cooking? Um, because we were talking about that. All fair. Uh, I'm gonna have a Christmas ale. Ago. I want to have a Christmas, Christmas ale. Christmas ale. A winter ale. I need to have a winter ale. Uh, I mean, that's what you do. That's what you do. As much as I like IPAs, I understand. Why do you keep on shaking your head, Paul? The need for the uh, something. You just keep like like. I thought you were like talking about like something about winter. He's playing out. Harry Potter. That's mm-hmm. fine. I was reading something. He's reading about Harry Potter. Okay. So it's I understand the need for uh like a like an ale like a winter spice. seasonal you need spice. With, yeah. yeah, you need some allspice, some nutmeg. Something it's like a good that. like a nice winter ale is good. It really is. It doesn't have to be heavy. It, people think winter ales are heavy. They don't have to be heavy. I mean, it could just be as as heavy as like a freaking brown ale. Like right. Just right. Put some freaking spice in there. Yeah, it's it's and <coughs> and it's uh it's nice. It's it's almost as if people are tied to the seasons in the land. That's something. Hmm. It reassures us. It does. So, uh then that we cover all the rigmarole. Let's dive back into Garbage Time. Masters of the Universe. <laughs> we left off our heroes as they were escaping Skeletor and Evil Inn. Diving through the portal, portal where the cosmic key led them, and this is where the movie completely just goes off the train tracks. If there's any hope at all for the movie, it ended right here. Because, as Paul mentioned in the previous episode, they only had so much of a budget to work with, and because of that, they had to film. The majority of the movie on, on Earth. Earth. <laughs> yes. And this is where the focus of the movie takes part on Courtney Cox and her boyfriend. Yeah. Here's another. <laughs> we've now jumped into the middle of another story that we have no fucking clue what's going on. And I don't care. I mean, that, like, Courtney Cox, she's leaving town. We have no idea why. Who cares? This is He-Man. What the... Like, what were they thinking? What were they thinking? So not only do you have a bunch of bunch of concepts, and I'll, I'll use that term, you know, <laughs> concepts that don't look like anything that you've ever seen before, right? right? So Man-at-Arms doesn't look like that. Tila doesn't look like that. Even Trusting He-Man. Great. You know, now you're on Earth uh, uh, viewing characters in the middle of their own thing, like Paul's, like in, it's in the middle of another movie, like yes. it's in progress. Why should a ten-year-old care about any of this crap? We don't, we don't. Like seriously, this was the biggest letdown. Like, I don't care about like why is a ten-year-old, eleven-year-old boy going to care about why this girl's leaving town? Again, Transformers the movie did it the best. They're on Earth, but guess who the movie's about? Fucking Transformers. Yeah, they're they're not going to New York. Going, oh look, it's the drama about Optimus, and yeah. you can't get her. No, no one cares about that. They want to see 
Yeah, they want to see fighting and lasers and explosions. Yeah, exactly. And they want to see all the toys they played with. Yes. And it looks the same. Yes. You know, none of this looks the same. This this is like this is when He Man and his friends became a sideshow. Well, I, I will I will say that the guy who lends who gives it a lot of a lot of gravitas is the cop. Yeah. Because he's like the cop in everything. He's the bald guy. Yeah, and he he he's the guy that makes it okay. Maybe this is a little serious, and then and then every other scene you're like, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I just it, yeah, and and Mika's watches me like, what is this? Is what is this? And Mika, and this is pre, uh, plastic surgery. Courtney Cox, so she's very very good looking, still like yeah. she is in Friends, but you know then she goes through that before she went to what uh, did Cougar Town. Well, this is that plastic surgery and all and that she had done before this was the fucking Springsteen video. Yeah, I think this. Yeah, th- this is basically hearing, her first yeah. role. Dancing in the dark. And from what I understand, mm-hmm. from what I I shouldn't say from what I understand, from what they had said when she originally interviewed or uh, or auditioned um, for the gig, they didn't want her at all. Because she mm. came in all dressed up with makeup and everything else. And they were like, we want the girl next door. and You look like a hooker. So she apparently came it's back. The casting agent fix. really pushed for her to come back. And the second time in, she came in in jeans and no makeup. And that's how she ended up getting the role. I mean, that's like saying, that, that's like saying you know, oh, is this the music? Is this the video she was Yeah, in? this is the video. Dancing in the Dancing dark. Dancing in yeah. the dark. I want to get focused up on Bruce Springsteen's crotch. Yeah, baby! Okay, can we... <laughs> no. So, so it's, e- it's really easy to change the makeup. It's like, hey, go take that off. It's not like, oh, we need someone who's 5'10". Well, she just came off <laughs> the wrong way. I mean, she came off, you know, th- th- it was not the character they were looking for. I mean, sometimes it just depends... You know, when you come into audition, they they want to see something, and they didn't see what they wanted. Regardless, it doesn't matter. She got the fucking role, uh, and ugh. whatever, whatever. So, so this. So as time goes on through this, you, she, you, you realize that her parents are dead. Uh, then she blames herself for her parents being dead. Yeah, we don't even need to go to the side. The side story. Well, just that's the fucking. St- and we got to go of, over the movie. And it's that's a movie. lot of baggage too to to uh, to uh, for a fucking kid to yeah, watch this. Exactly. Yeah. You know. So what do they do? They go around town and then they go to the fucking grave site and everything. It's like Jesus Christ, man. Where's He Man? He's not even on the goddamn screen. How do you have a He-Man movie where he's off the screen for like a good five, ten minutes in a row? It's like, this, this is just bullshit, man. Yeah. So, anyway, you know, as they're leaving the uh, graveyard, they find the cosmic key sitting there, which, uh, you know, He-Man and the the other three morons <laughs> have been running around trying to find. <laughs> in their outfits. Yeah. <laughs> but then they get, then they look for chicken. Yeah, they. Let's get to that. Let's <laughs> let's get to that terrible part. I mean, that, that really that is a personification. That is <laughs> like. Wait, let me, let me find a place. Well, that was before they found it, wasn't it? The key. No, that was after they they were looking for the key. They were looking for the key. Yeah. 
So this whole side plot, I just checked it. I don't give a rat's ass about Courtney Cox. I want to see He-Man when he does. That's right. So, so He-Man, no, no, Man-at-Arms, Tila, and Gwildor staking out like this Bob's Big Boy Chicken or something. And Man-at-Arms and Tila are like looking like something's over there. Like we're looking in these different cars. And they flips over to Gwildor, who proceeds to smack his lips. Yeah. Take, uses his grappling hook to get a bucket of chicken out of the back of, like, a car where these couples make it out, and he starts chowing down. Why does everyone have a car that's, like, out of the 50s? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I know there was a lot of, like, that nostalgia in the 80s for then because, you know, that's when our boomer parents were, you know, midlife here, but I, I don't know why that was a thing, and... Yeah, I, I don't know. So, so, so they eat chicken together. Then they get disgusted and realize it's it's from an animal or something like that. Apparently, everybody in attorney is a is a, is a, is a vegan. But uh, okay, but the grappling hook which <laughs> they used to get the cosmic key had broken on their way through the portal because they show it's fucking broken. And then, not four minutes later, he's getting a bucket of chicken He's amazing. with the grappling hook, <laughs> which, by the way, how the hell did it not just crush the fucking thing and fall off? Like, have you ever played a crane game? <laughs> okay, because Never that's been. exactly what this to fucking lift a bucket thing of chicken. Like. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> the goddamn grappling hook. Don't. Come on, dude. Fuck Springsteen. <laughs> Fuck him in the ass. Goddamn communist piece of shit. He is a communist. He is a communist. Fucking, uh, y- y- you've, I know people have used the goddamn, played a crane game before and tried to pick up, like, the teddy bear or something. This is a bucket of chicken with a goddamn crane game fucking crane coming down and not crushing the paper box that it's in <laughs> and somehow picking the fucking thing up and taking it over and then... They all enjoy chicken. Where does the goddamn barbecue sauce come from? I don't know. I don't know. Like, he picks it up, and then it's got, he starts drinking barbecue sauce. Because <laughs> people put... Why is the fucking chicken in the back seat? I don't know. That's what people do when they're making out. Hey, babe, let me get rid of this for hey, a second. Hey, a- let's buy some chicken, and then we're going to fuck in the front seat <laughs> with the top down and leave the chicken in the back fucking seat. With the barbecue sauce <laughs> inside the bucket. None of that makes sense. <laughs> and he's drinking fucking barbecue sauce. Which is disgusting. Which is disgusting as all fucking get out. And then, of course, Man at Arms and Teela come over. And I was going to share. I was going to share. Yes, yes. Fucking Billy Barty was horrible. Gwildor is the worst character fucking... By far, oh yeah, yeah. So they're sitting there Don't eating, and then sh- and then Teal is just like, "Where did the? What are these white sticks? They're fucking bones. Anybody could have figured that shit out. Anyone, anybody, a two-year-old would eat chicken, get to it, and realize that it's a fucking bone. Yeah. And she's a grown-ass woman. Paul, she's from another planet. Oh fuck her." <laughs> What kind of barbarians? Dude, you're walking around with a guy with a loincloth on 
with nothing but muscles and a fucking sword, and you're going to talk about barbarians? Hey, look, they live in the desert. All they eat are, like, it's chickpeas and... Yeah, what the fuck do you eat know. in Ontario? <laughs> well, apparently they ate Orco. So, because we haven't got to Dakota Grawl. So, so they, they're, they're trying to get back to Earth to save Castle Grayskull, but they have enough time to eat chicken. Eternia. They're We're, trying to get back to whatever, Eternia. Eternia. Um, they're on Earth. So they go to, that's where they're at the cemetery, you already said. That's when they find the, the cosmic key. Yep. I honestly, I don't give a shit about the side. I was like, I don't, this sucks. This, this blows. But because they're using the cosmic key, cosmic key look cool though. They alert Skeletor to their presence. position. Yeah, their yeah. Posi- yeah, exactly. Um, so they go to this like high school dance setup or something like that. It looks straight out of Back to the Future. It was a fucking. It's supposed to be the prom. The prom, which she said she's not going to because she has to get out of town <laughs> so quick. Ugh. So, what so her boyfriend fuck? plays a grin, which alerts. Which alerts Skeletor. And he decides he's going to assemble his mercenaries. Yep, we're going to send in the mercs. <laughs> let's, let's, and then he introduces well, his mercs. Well, at th- well, at this point, I'm thinking, okay, this is where I'm going to see <laughs> yes. Trapjaw and many faces. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, it's generic, generic. You got Blade. Beastman. Sauron. Crag. And Quirk. the Beast Man, or <laughs> Quirk. Quirk. Let's, let's, talk, let's talk about these mercenaries. These you got, like psych, you got the one-eyed Cyclops guy, you got the big hair guy, and then you no, got, no, no, the, no, no, they got the helmet guy. No, no, no you're, you're being a little bit too con, okay? First, you have Blade, who for some reason has an eye patch. Well, you know. All Although that, apparently all he wrote blading. a backstory about how He-Man had Cut his eye out. <laughs> Who wrote the backstory? The actor. Yes. Yeah, it's a shame that none of us knew what it was about. Nope. And Nobody knew. It's not even. No. <laughs> he just his name is Blade, which is a. He typical lost an eye in a in a in a sword battle with He Man. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like you know. What they fight? Tab- sword battle was a stiletto. No, it was, it was table football. Remember those? Remember table football when you? Yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> That's what it was. And ever since then, Blade needed revenge. <laughs> What's your name now, Blade? <laughs> What is what is shit name too? Oh yeah, Blade. I wonder why he was named Blade. I don't know. It's because he's a swordsman. He's crossbows, and then you had a uh, Karg. Is it Karg or Crag? It doesn't matter. He was like three foot tall. His hair was a foot tall. I thought it was Karg, but it doesn't uh, matter. Know. He looked like a carpet. Dolly Parton in twenty years. I don't know what the fuck he looked like. It was horrible. Like, like his face was just all like big white poofy oh, hair. Oh, it's terrible. Look, nothing like what I had in my toys. Just terrible. Then you had the predator, Saurad. Sauron or Sauron. He was like the coolest one. Though. Like he was a yeah. Reptile he guy. was. He was the coolest one. The coolest one who had like. But they're all generic. All just generic. They were just. Well, like, that was a lizard guy. Generic. And then the beast man. And the beast man who was, was supposed to be orange and had like half wolf, half. Bear, half pig. But all the all the color palettes were muted. <laughs> yeah, it's no except for the end, and that was fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> no, but really, as you're a kid watching this, and you realize, this is I don't know cool. any of these fucking people. I I made that, a terrible that was, mistake. <laughs> Jesus Christ! That if 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 nothing else puts you off, 
as a He-Man fan, yes. having a fucking movie and knowing none of the characters. Those characters weren't in the comic no, book. No. They weren't in the fucking cartoon. They were made specifically for this movie, and Mattel gave the go-ahead because then they could, they didn't have to spend any time creating new characters. Yeah. They could just sell these pieces of garbage. And it's garbage because as soon as they, as soon as they fu- they trigger on, and they get sent away, like they each have like their own little salute they give. Uh, Skeletor. Yeah. Like Blade gets down on one knee and does this thing. But it's it's the same scene with Darth Vader, <laughs> and the bounty hunters. More you know, or less, no yeah. No disintegrations. You know, it's a, it, they they all have the bounty hunters there, and he comes by, and it's just. It's it's God. it's it's movie. So it's awful. They go off to find. They eventually find. Uh, they transport into the high school gymnasium, and as they're getting out, they all do like a their own like signature roll and stuff. It was just it was disgusting. As they were getting out, they had like their own pose as well, <laughs> looking around. Well, it it it, <laughs> it 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 almost seemed like it was uh, Power Rangers before it was Power Rangers. Remember you you watch because uh, Kalen's gotten into that and uh, okay. yeah. With Rita and everything, everything she says is dubbed. She's like, ah, "I'm not gonna kill the daughter again." Like that, horrible. And and so they come in, and it's it looks like it's dubbed, and they and they start doing all this like. Well, they beat up the rapid motion oh, type yeah. of thing. Let's talk about like, that. What is going on here? Beast Man is obviously in heat the entire movie because <laughs> he like gets re- like he looks like he's about to, he's raping the janitor. Yeah, look, he's a beast. It is very rapey. Like, very, like all his attack scenes are very. He like gets He Man from behind. So he they beat the piss out of a janitor because why not? Yeah. They drag the janitor. In this whole movie where no one cares about anything, he's at the bottom. Yeah, nobody cares. Like it's like you just don't care. Like oh, I honestly I I wanted to know what the janitor's backstory was. <laughs> like was he a high school football player that just. He hurt his knee in the last game, and What's his then name? The, the school felt bad for him, so he uh, they hired him as a janitor. And yeah. if if because he had he, it looked like he had a football shirt. Uh, you know, if the rest of this on. movie isn't going to bother with the backstory for anything, you're not going to do it with the janitor. Ah, oh, come on, dude, that would have been the best character. Probably. So he gets his ass beat, and then they see her, <laughs> and they go in to get her, and then. So, uh, Craig's smart enough, or Krog, or whatever the fuck his name is, is smart enough to say, don't kill her! She might know where it is! <laughs> ha! So, what do they do? They immediately start trying to kill her. They light the entire place on fire. They light the fucking school on fire. Karg. And then they Karg. Karg, we finally got I the- had it right the first time. I kept fucking it up after. Karg. <laughs> I will leave. <laughs> I don't need to be here. I can fucking go home. So, oh, they eventually run to He-Man because after all this time, like, <laughs> the main protagonist of the movie decides he's going to make an appearance. Yeah, it's a good idea. And what does he do? Same shit the entire movie. Swing his sword around, fire some pistols. Beast Man jumps on his back and tries to have his way with He-Man. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and they, manage to, they manage to scare off the squad. Well, uh, Manny Arm, Manny, uh, whatever the fuck his name is, Man at Arms and Teela show up and start shooting, so they all oh. run away. Oh, and I forgot, I forgot the best part. So when He Man confronts Blade, Blade's like, "I've been waiting wait for this my whole life." Like, who what are you talking are you? about, dude? Who the hell are you? Because <laughs> <laughs> as a kid, you're like, 
I've been with He-Man his whole life. Like, well, yeah, but I've like, seen you. They're like Blade and He-Man grow up together. I've been waiting this. <laughs> I've been waiting for a long time for this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, it's because He-Man took his eye, but we didn't know that. We never knew that. No one ever told us that. And then we don't care. <laughs> so we got the little bit of He-Man in there, Master Universe. Then we go back to the plot that nobody gives a rat's ass about. <laughs> nobody cares about this damn cosmic key. So the boyfriend of Courtney Cox. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin takes the cosmic key to like a music oh, shop. Jeff. I think it's, it's, it's really off, awesome. Uh, and at the same time, Cox divulges to He-Man that her boyfriend has the cosmic key. And, of course, Emotionless Dolph is like... He's off at the uh, music store. He's off at the Music Man Stan shop. I can't, shop. can't remember the Music Man's name. Music Charlie. Man Stan. We'll just leave it at that. Charlie. And as, Charlie, right. As Cox tells... And Charlie's like, I've seen one of those before. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so Cox talks to He-Man. He man, She's like, you know, he has the cosmic key. And Dolph, in all his acting splendor, says, He's in terrible danger. <laughs> yeah. We're in terrible danger of watching this damn movie. That's what's uh, really going Jesus. on. Jesus. Ter- terrible danger. It's terrible. It's so, just terrible. And then terrible. we go down to a different level here. We already don't give a rat's ass about this movie as it is because Amazon was going on. <laughs> Boyfriend shows up at the high school gym, which is currently on fire because the bumbling mercenaries lit it on fire. By the way, as terrible as this is, I still think it was better than Batman and Robin. Uh, yes. Yes, I will agree with that. A low bar, dude. <laughs> and that's where you run into another trope. The angry bald cop. <laughs> <laughs> this is just another subplot. Yeah. That you don't care about. Well, like, and the cop- uh, where's he? Where's Ram Man? This is a Ram Man. This is bald cop guy. Yeah, be. but he becomes Ram Man. He could be. Ram you Ram didn't know that? At the, en- at the end afterwards? He's got a woman, and then he becomes Ram Man. That's right. Or Merman, or both. <laughs> so there, so there's this like whole discourse. I Ram don't give a rat's ass between Kevin <laughs> and the bald cop guy who's just overzealous. <laughs> Meanwhile, Man Arms, Cox, and Tila and He Man are like meeting up, and then Gweldar comes out of nowhere with the DeLorean. He's uh, found like yeah. a few minutes in his lifetime to completely revamp the. Combustion system of this car <laughs> to futuristic. Like, are you shitting me? He comes out. Yeah, I'm looking at me. I'm Gwildar. <laughs> it's all your damn fault. We're watching this movie in the first place, you bastard. Um, I fixed it. <laughs> so, so uh, meanwhile, the mercenaries show back up at Eternia, Grayskull, and Skeletor is not happy at all about their incompetence. Nope. He's what, upset. And what is he Quite do? upset. He's very up, what does he do? He kills Sauron. He kills the only one that looks somewhat decent. Yes. So we're left with <laughs> the one character that looks good. We're gonna well, kill him. Gonna kill and him. I was pissed when I was a I, kid. He's like, oh come on, not him. <laughs> At least leave him in, like Karg. Really? He looked cool. <laughs> Karg sucked. Karg looked like a freaking Blade was a fag. zombie Dallas cheerleader. Oh, Blade. Blade sucked. Blade was just I think the Crypt Keeper or something. <laughs> the Crypt Keeper with the big-ass blonde eye of Barton. Jesus. It was horrible. Let me tell you. All right, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> so he, uh, Skeletor kills him, said, all right, evil in, you go back. 
Go back. You're to going Earth. with them this time. Going with them this time. You're making. Sure. I didn't volunteer. <laughs> then you should have shut your mouth, bitch. Um. Oh. So she's going back to Earth to fucking find them, get the cosmic key. So, so they, they show back up, and that's when Evil Lynn like harasses, like the mercenaries because she has that like. Toy that she can look what happened in the past. Scanner. The scanner, and she realizes that they got their ass kicked by He Man and a girl. Yeah. And she just harasses them. <laughs> he Man and a girl. Meanwhile, the bald cop and Kevin are back at the house. Yeah. And they're eating chicken. And, and he tries to, and he plays the thing for the bald cop, and then they blow up a microwave. Yeah, it just, and uh, yeah they, we feel you, you people know, are listening all right, to the show. So we understand what's going on. Then they go, okay, so all the mercenaries go, and they stick this fucking collar on them. Meanwhile, the bald cop left with the goddamn cosmic key, so, conveniently yeah. enough. So the bald cop takes the cosmic key, leaving Kevin behind. The mercenaries find Kevin. They put the collar of Endor around him, which makes him speak the truth. Just bought him a six-pack, and he would have spilled his guts and dropped his pants probably. So anyway, uh, then they decide, okay, well, we're going to go find the cop, and they leave him alive, which makes sense. And then He-Man and Tila and Courtney Cox and many faces and all that shit, they all show up, and then they take the collar off (laughs) of him, and he's like, oh, they all went to Charlie's. So they fucking (laughs) go to – they zoom in the car to fucking Charlie's and – uh, then they were like, uh, okay, everybody in the back and, you know, bald guy, <laughs> like, we're yeah. going to take your gun away from you. And yeah, so then all the fucking nor- troopers show Are we like going fast forwarding through this, right? I, yeah. Wait, wait. Normally I would say more detail, but I think you're good. No, you're, you're fine. <laughs> there's really, there's nothing worth discussing about this movie because you realize this is even about He-Man. Nope. This is about this a bunch movie's of about Courtney Cox, Courtney, <laughs> self-indulgent Earthlings, and Kevin, and Kevin, and the. It's Cosmic not even K. about Kevin. It's about Courtney Cox and her fucking parents, because that's how they end the goddamn movie. They do, right? So that's, that's actually a little touching. So, so essentially, Evelyn, the mercenaries show up at the music man stand shop. Every time Evelyn, there's a big like, shootout between we'll He-Man and his crew. Another shootout. Again, no death to He-Man. No dialogue with He-Man at all. all Meanwhile. He, oh, wait, 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 wait. Why would we want dialogue with, with He-Man? Well, and then, I mean, I mean, seriously, if you're watching this movie, you're like, he's a nobody. He's just a guy with a sword and a pistol. Yes. Meanwhile, in the back alley, oh, it's, oh, yeah. Evil Lynn pretends to be her Chris, mom, Chris who's Pine's fucking mom. dead, <laughs> but somehow is easily... Ca- Easily convinced that not only is she still alive, but she's just been, like, working for the government. <laughs> and she needs that cosmic key <laughs> for some kind of government thing. Why not? Come on. Bring it out here. And she does. She conveniently gives it to her, and then Evelyn, like, reveals. She, it was all a trick so I could get the cosmic key. So, so Evelyn has a cosmic key now. Yeah. End of movie. <laughs> oh no! I'm guessing. Oh. We so the climax. This is about halfway through, right? <laughs> <sighs> okay, so, so this allows Evelyn this calls Skeletor, Skeletor, says, "Hey, I've got the key. Come, you know, hang out." And uh, you know, meanwhile, they all start retreating back. 
there's a hell of a shootout is. between He-Man, Man-Arms, and Tila, and 40 robots. Yeah. Nothing got accomplished. They just sat and shot at each other and burned out Music Man and Stan shot. And, you know, it, it was... It was kind of interesting how he shot like fifty-six fucking people, but they weren't stacked up on the floor yeah, as they walked out of the place. There wasn't any bodies at all. <laughs> well, there if you notice any... when the when when he shot people, they just exploded into <laughs> sure. like dust, dust, sure, sure, and they were gone, sure. So uh, then, like, uh, you know, he, they find out, oh, Evil Lynn got the cosmic key, so now they have to get the cosmic key back. So now they're trying to. Chase her down, and uh, he man takes one of the fucking like flying. Well, you things. thought when Skeletor shows up, oh, yeah, we, yeah, Skeletor has shown well, up. Well, I said, yeah. come on down, Skeletor. No, no, no. Skeletor shows up with his parade. Chariots. Not only that, he, he he shows up in his little little like skiff, and it's watch out for that damn water. It's yeah. his skiff, and after like he he the shows skiff up. that looks like the uh, thing from Star uh, Wars. Star Wars, <laughs> and, it, and it, I'm like, okay, with Jabba cool. the Hut, right? I'm like, okay, cool. And then after a while, I'm like, where's he going? <laughs> yeah, why the fuck did he even come? Well, what's the point? Could they've gone back? I'm like, is he? They're the cosmic key. Why did they just go back? What? What's going on here? <laughs> well, he I had to have. He, he needed He-Man to come and so that they could. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We don't. We that's don't, that's don't actually coming that. later. <laughs> they don't explain that part. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know why we need to bring him. They I guess because if I kill him, he becomes a martyr. <laughs> and uh, if I don't make him kneel before me, whatever. <laughs> Something happens. So so He-Man battles these Air Centurion guys. Yeah. Managed, yeah, the most incompetent troops. Yeah, like, mo- the most incompetent troops. They're having very a very hard time. <laughs> balancing on these little discs because if you look at them they're like they're like trying to keep their balance like oh my god well the best part is they're like there's no physics involved nope because they just they stay frozen on this thing like as they're swaying they're fine they are perfectly fine stiff as a board and then in the one shootout right he-man shoot light as a feather stiff as a board shoots is the gun out of he-man's hand and they're only like maybe 60 feet apart and then he's like oh my god God, oh i got shot oh my god i'm like how far away should you get? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Just and it was because they were they were, they weren't that far apart, but they kept having these scenes where it's the guy and He Man and the guy and then He Man and the guy. I'm like, are you going like a mile and a half? It's horrible. It's horrible. It's, it, it, it's so just, anyway, they take out the centurion. Then he takes his sword and he and he and chops the uh, centurion and he explodes. Of course dust. he does. And then he uses the uh, Gwildor, uh thing to grab the cosmic key. Yeah. And uh the med- the, the the grappling hook. And that's when you get the the showdown the showdown on top of the roof. Yeah. Where they Did force you that, that a lot of the stormtrooper bots came up the roof access. Yeah. Through the building. Mm-hmm. Sure they did. Like they had a key. Yep. <laughs> that's exactly what happened. Like they knew what to do. They knew what to do. Okay. So He Man eventually surrenders. Because his friends would have been killed, all two of them. Yes. And they get transported back to Eternia. And the key got destroyed by Skeletor, so they just didn't bother to fucking take it with them. They yeah, just left it, it there. Just the hell with this shit. I don't need this anymore. Because <laughs> um, uh, that's not going to come back and bite you in the ass. Oh, we forgot to, we got to say that Co- Courtney Cox 
sacrificed herself to try to save He-Man from one of Skeletor's He-Man, look li- out! Lightning. So she gets left behind on her death ray, on deathbed, yeah. as they take He-Man off to be sexually molested by Blade. By Blade. As she's now got this uh, nasty-looking fucking thing on her leg. She is pozoned. Pozoned. So, so we're back. So, so Earth, you have Man at Arms, Tila, Cox, and the and the turd burglar Gwildor doesn't understand how to doesn't know the tones that he's supposed to use to rejuvenate the key, so they can get back to Eternia. Meanwhile, Grayskull, Skeletor can't wait for the moon to rise. For whatever reason, the people watching them don't have a clue. You have no idea. Well, this that. is also like some of the best Langella. Yeah. Like he, from what I understand, he like just kind of made up his own dialogue yeah, as he went like along. He's always shit. And he had uh, the that you had the line which apparently comes from Joseph Campbell. That's uh, you know, he man, tell me, is the loneliness of good as much as the loneliness of evil? And then he has this other line of. Uh, uh, as you die, so shall I be reborn. I mean, he's got really cool fucking lines, but they just don't work. Because the movie sucks. Because man. the movie is so goddamn bad that his lines are just not even, they don't even, com- and then if you're a kid, you're just like, what the fuck's he even talking about? I, don't have, no, I have no idea who Skeletor is anymore. He's what? lied to me. So in, in, the, in the tradition of not explaining anything, the, so he's getting all this cosmic power. Why does he need He-Man? Why does he need his sword? Why does he need this, the sorceress? None of this is tied in. It doesn't look like he needs any of this crap. It just sort of happens. Now, why in the comics he might need a sword is because Skeletor also had a sword of power, mm-hmm. and they both combined, but they don't do that here. They didn't do it in the cartoon. And Well, so no, you're, 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 you're misunderstanding. Batman, uh, Batman, Jesus Christ. He-Man had the sword of light. Skeletor had the sword of darkness, and when they combined, they became the powers. Right, but they don't. But they don't. They didn't do that in the cartoon. They didn't do that here. It was just sort of like, I have a sword. It didn't seem to do anything in this little holster over here. Yep. We have the sorceress who's been standing in the same spot, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you have this thing that happens. Yeah, the and moon, then Skeletor the gets fabulous, and yeah. it's and it like, but w- again, with like Jin said, none of this is explained, it, and none of it is even. Triggered. Why the fuck does he turn into God State too? I mean, that was the nuttiest right. Well, thing. like, n- but none of this is triggered. You know what I mean? Like, you don't see oh. the sword being triggered, or or anything tri- like draining power or being activated. It just happens, right? And mm-hmm. then it's not explained to you, so you're sitting there going. Why was any of this necessary? <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Well, he just wanted Batman. Batman again with the Batman. Uh, he just wanted He Man to uh, <laughs> kneel down and like show that he was dominant. I guess because he just couldn't get over it. Inferior complex. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His sword was bigger than the other one. Well, so I'm sorry. Where were we? Ugh. <sighs> So, Blade starts whipping him. Be all a smile on his face. Yep. Moon rises to his apex, and we're back at Earth. I don't even give a shit what's going back at Earth. They're like, 
hiding behind a car, putting something together with some wires. Well, the cops are trying to find him. I don't even care. And, you know, they, Lupus or Lupin. Oh, that's right. Lupus shows other guns. What the fuck ever his name is. He shows a shotgun. He's going to kill him. He's showing up and he's going to kill these kids. Well, he was looking for the army of people that had showed up. That's why he went and got the cops. And so he goes over Loomis. Is it Loomis? I don't know. I'll just call him Lupus. Uh, so he he shows up and he starts talking to them, and they're just like, "You don't understand, yee." Yep. So uh, they they figure out how to play it's the fucking Lubick. song, Lupic. Lupic. L U B I C. Lupic. Yeah, Lupic. So they play the fucking song, and it takes them to Castle Grayskull, and they're all inside Castle Grayskull. Yeah. That's when Skeletor's like, fucking kill him. And He-Man says, uh, you promised that you wouldn't. And no. I'm like, I'm a liar. So He-Man just busts right out of the uh, chains that he's in and goes over, grabs the sword. It clangs together. They got that cool fucking light oh, yeah. going on. And Skeletor is now golden Skeletor. He transforms into Shiva. <laughs> and uh, He's got they they have a nice little sword fight in the dark. Well, yeah. So this sword fight, all of a sudden they just transform where there's like late eighty, like seventy spotlights with different colors from different angles, and there's smoke, and they have a fight <laughs> for like ten seconds. Well, yeah, and a lot of that has to do with the fact that <laughs> they didn't have money. <laughs> they didn't have any money, so they cut the fucking scene down. Because it was supposed to be this big epic like sword battle, and it ended up being like this shit storm. And and the the funniest part is is they do these close ups on Dolph Lundgren, yeah. and he's doing these like you know swords or you know back and forth shit. But when they're actually fighting, all they're doing is just kind of like dinging each other. It's the du- yeah, it, it is just doesn't match at all. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. Uh, supposedly, when the the sword clashed against the staff it knocked all the lights out in the place supposedly of course the lights are right back on like a minute later when he drops the sword and he has to run over grab it which by the way they had to come back you know later to film that uh he goes over he grabs the sword they have that final little battle and then he flips him into the fucking bottomless pit which actually has a bottom he dies like the emperor why is it a bottomless pit there I, why, I, why would you have a pit there when you're in a throne room? Somebody slips and falls or dead. Yep. Why would you like, you know what, we need to cover all this up. So well, we have parties here. Cover it up this or at least have like one of those little rope barriers. Yeah, something like that. We're like, oh, we're having a prince of wherever come over here. Let's make sure we, you know. No, we're just going to have it exposed so people fall in the sure. dark. Oh, well. Sure. We lost another little, guard. Little, <laughs> little Johnny. Oh, well. So, <laughs> yeah, so he falls down the pit, and uh, now we're everybody's happy because He-Man won. And uh, Evil Lynn's like, uh, let's take the troops and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, so after, after the battle, everybody's happy. The cop is up on the throne. <coughs> yeah, why he's, would I go back? I've got a woman. He's and got some tail. Yeah, yeah, I got this thing here. And it's it's a good. hell of a retirement. <laughs> so, and I kind of agree with him. I'm like, okay. Fucking Gwildor's like, okay, I'm gonna send you back. <laughs> I can send you to any time in your history or anything oh, else. Just... I'm not 
telling you ahead of time yeah. that it's something's going to happen. <laughs> no, just send us back. Even though the entire fucking movie I've been talking about my dead parents. So what ends up happening, they wake up and she wakes up in her bed uh, and she realizes almost immediately that she's been sent back in time so she can save her parents yeah. from taking a fucking flight yeah. and blah, 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 blah. It's terrible. Uh, but and, she, but, and he wakes up and immediately knows, too. That's the other thing. Yeah. Kevin wakes up and meets her in the street and said, you got to stop your cop. You're, you're fucking cops. you got to stop your parents yeah. from taking that flight. It's like, how the hell would you even know yeah. that you went back in time? But let's not forget the code of gras of the movie is that she's got the magical purple sphere. And she, like, looks into there. And sees Eternia, <laughs> sees him standing there. <laughs> I have the power. <laughs> and then you, and then in post-credit scene, you have uh, Skeletor jump up, without his hood on, and say, "I'll be back." Yeah, let's let's. Uh, yeah, they won't be back. No, he never does come back. Uh, mostly because the sequel that was supposed to happen never fucking happened. Partially because Canon went out of business. Uh, also, because the uh, uh, Dolph Lundgren decided he was not going to come back, so they replaced him with Lard Hamilton, mm -hmm. the massive star he was. Uh, and the storyline for the sequel had He-Man going to Earth to become a football quarterback, <laughs> and Skeletor went to Earth and became a movie executive. Mm -hmm. And then they were, I don't know, supposedly going to fight each other somehow. Yeah. And then that story kind of went to the shit, and they also had another version of it that was called He-Man Cyborg, mm -hmm. which then became was rewritten and eventually became the movie Cyborg. With Jean-Claude Van Damme. With Jean-Claude Van Damme. Um, the so, then so they then turned around and tried to make a, another like a reboot for you know Christ at least thirteen times they've tried to reboot this movie. The one I found interesting was uh, the John Woo mm -hmm. uh, version like that was seven. written by Adam Rifkin and it was going to have Nick Cage playing Skeletor. <laughs> yeah, that would have been great. So I was like okay with that, but that one that got shit canned because Aragon got made. Oh. Instead of that one, like they decided that they were going to, they had these two different titles, and they decided to go with Aragon first, and Aragon shit the bed, so they decided not to make the movie. Gotcha. Um, another thing I found was a interview with Alan Oppenheimer, who was the guy who did the voice of Skeletor in the cartoon. Mm -hmm. He was not a fan. Of Frank Langella. He said, Frank Langella is a great actor, and I, you know, we're close friends, but he, he just definitely shouldn't have played this role. It's like, dude, Frank Langella is the only, him and Meg Farstar are the only two fucking things in this movie that's yeah. worth watching. Yeah. So I don't know what, you know, it's like this guy must have been pissed because he didn't get to fucking do the role. Yeah. I mean, he, it, it just didn't make any goddamn sense. It's interesting. Yet another, uh, major bad guy that the original voice didn't get to do it. Uh, the other one's Frank Welker, 
they thought they thought he didn't sound like Megatron anymore, which was stupid. Uh, and he should have got he should have been in the live action Transformers. Uh, but I don't know. But let me ask you this. Well, I, I think there's a massive difference because you have an actor actually playing the role versus mm-hmm. CGI. But do you think I don't even think that Alan Oppenheimer's Skeletor, the voice itself was any better than Langella's voice in the role. It's hard to tell. Because I, I the way I remember, the, you know, the 80s one, Skeletor had a much higher pitched voice and he was just very... It was echoey. Yeah. It, echo. It kind of reminds me of a, like a Scooby-Doo villain. It, yeah, it was it, yeah. Like, like, you, like you alluded to. It was very... It was for animation. Now, I, now Frank Welker is a, is an industry veteran. Oh, Frank Welker's awesome. He's a legend. He, he's done everything. But he, the, well, he did a lot of Scooby-Doo. Right. And... Uh, Skeletor's voice may not have transferred well to live action. I mean, honestly, I would have done an animated He-Man movie, but <laughs> they did two years before this. Oh, the they? first, uh, the first move He-Man movie that was released in theaters was an animated movie. Oh, <laughs> I didn't see that I one. Had no idea. Yeah. yeah, I didn't see that one. Anyway, I think it was called Battle for Eternia or something like that. But yeah, you're right. I think I, again, I think Frank Welker's voice would have would have transferred well. To the live-action Transformers, Alan's maybe not. No, I don't think it would have, and I think it didn't. It, to to sit there and say that Langella shouldn't have done the role. It was a, it was it's stark. Like, the, the difference was stark, but I think it was it was good for the movie because, like we said, he was the best part of the movie. Oh yeah, by far, Langella is by far the best part of this movie, and Meg Foster is is just hot in my opinion i've always thought she was she's very she's very i hot. i love her eyes i have always just loved her fucking eyes dude those blue piercing eyes yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and by the way don't bother reading all that bullshit on imdb like half of them like contradict each other like oh she got the role because of her blue eyes and then another thing that said well, they almost had her wear contacts, so she didn't have the blue eye. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, Meg Foster is simply known for her eyes yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. Why would anybody ever have her wear contacts? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, that's that's yeah. All right, well, um, that's it for Master of the Universe. <sighs> yeah, steaming. It, yeah, it was pretty bad. I mean, I I still love this movie uh, for certain aspects of it, but overall, it's very difficult to justify watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, don't. It's it's a. I mean, it's a horrible movie. Yeah, it's horrendous. Um, it's like twenty percent He Man, eighty percent Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox. And you just and and who gives a fuck? Seriously, who gives a shit? I mean, the, the the weirdest thing is is that a lot of people who have seen this movie basically say that they find themselves liking Skeletor and Evil Lynn a lot more than you like He Man. Oh, absolutely! Oh, absolutely! Especially Evil Lynn. No, oh, absolutely. Oh yeah. So, so next uh, next week we'll be back with uh, Die Hard Two. Yes, the sequel, the follow up. Yeah, looking forward to Christmas. Another movie. Christmas. Another Christmas movie. Movie. There's that one. Another Christmas movie, right? Yeah. And then I think after that we may do the double feature of Home Alone one and two. There you go. 
There you go. Just so we can have our cake and eat it too. There you go. So. Anyway, <laughs> that, that, may, that makes lots. So <laughs> I can say whatever the fuck I want. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> so. Our our Donald Trump tribute. <laughs> it's either that or go back and fucking do WrestleMania like what was it, fifteen or whatever the hell it was. I don't know. So anyway, we will see you next week with our part two. Video's on and I'm moving around my place I check my look in the mirror Wanna change my clothes